Newsweek presents The Debate with Andrew Tolman. Everything 100% of the time, 24 hours a day, is a negotiation. Ellis Hennigan. None of us have fallen for the notion that this is conservative. Amani Wells on Yoha. I'm completely fed up with whether it's politicized or not. And Jeff Charles. That distracts us from actually rolling up our sleeves. The Debate starts now. All right. So the TikToks are a brewing and there is a trend going on with the young gals called Lazy Girl Jobs. And there has been a big TikToker who has gotten her claim to fame by basically showing people how to do as little as possible at work, but still get your full pay and still be able to thrive and live your best life. Now, this is something that I particularly I'm not a huge fan of just because I'm starting to see it creep into my own business and this attitude about not working at work. I don't know what it is. I kind of see maybe where it came from, but I would just like to hear your thoughts about it. Do you feel like you should be lazy at work? Should we be associating lazy with work and where do we draw the line? Uh, Andrew. I don't really feel like answering. Why don't you go to somebody else? (laughs) no of course not this is absurd this is no no no, i will i will say i I have questions okay um is is she advocating for a do the minimum possible not to get fired approach to her job is that all she's advocating or is it also like a more broad thing of i'm not going to enter domains and occupations that challenge me i'm going to take a job where I can do the bare minimum, pay my bills and leave after 40 hours and not advance my career. I'm, it seemed like it was both, but is it is it both? It's a little of both, but this is the part that I disagree with the most. It's not even do my 40 hours. She's telling people how to get by doing five hours, how to okay. get by doing 20 hours, like not even doing your full workload, but still getting your salary. As far as the job types, she has a plethora of job types that <laughs> go from high level to low level to whatever. The ultimate goal is just getting by on the least amount of effort possible. And right. that's where I don't like that. You know, Excel, you should want to Excel. Should you? All right. As, as an ambassador for the Protestant work ethic, uh, I will say, no, this is wicked. I mean, this is genuinely evil behavior. This is stealing. This is trying to uh, con and defraud her employer who, who didn't hire her to do the bare minimum or whatever won't get her fired, but hired her expecting to get productivity, paying a wage in exchange for what they thought was going to be a certain amount of service, amount of work, amount of whatever it is that she does, and she's lying to them. That's uh, an inherently evil attitude towards your transaction. That's no different than promising somebody that you're going to sell them this car, and it's worth $10,000, and it's got, well, these days, $30,000, and, uh, you know, it's got 100,000 miles on it, and and the reality is that it's got 300,000, you rolled it back, it's been wrecked and uh, salvage titled, and you're lying about the product. She's just lying over time instead of lying for one transaction. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of the attitudes towards it have been those dang corporations, which is fine. Like if you want to show up at Amazon and like ask for a restroom break and be treated like a decent human being at work, fine. Like we should all be treated like decent human beings. We should all be able to be given healthy, happy lifestyles that are well-rounded outside of just being glued to your desk. But at the same time, I do think it's important to show up and at least try to fulfill your duties because when you don't, the work doesn't go away. It falls on the person next to you, not the dreaded corporation. What do you think, Jeff? 
Yeah. So, Amani, you sent me down the rabbit hole with this. When I saw the article, I read the first one and then I kept going and going and going. And I thought this was fascinating. I don't know. I, I did not come away with the same impression that, that you and Andrew did. Every, I didn't see anything that I didn't like. I mean, because I didn't get the yeah, I didn't get the impression that these people weren't doing their jobs. I what I got from it is they they have they want ways to be able to do the job that they're hired for, but still have a work life balance and maybe to work hard at other things that they might be doing. I mean, side hustles are big right now, or maybe they want to spend more time with their families and they want that they want that balance and they may not care about having the the, the, the six figure job or whatever. Maybe they're okay making what they're making, and if it and if the employer is okay with that. Why not? I mean, who who doesn't want to work in a position where your boss basically leaves you alone as long as you're getting your work done, right? So to me, I, I didn't equate this with like the whole quiet quitting thing, but I also, I've been in corporate America and I know that the idea that if you just go above and beyond and above and beyond and do your best, you'll get that promotion, you'll get this and that. It's not always true. In a lot of ways, it's a lie, depending on the company that you're at. That you're at. You can work your butt off and the owner's son still gets promoted or the one who brown noses the most get, gets promoted. So I can understand why people would be jaded by that. And in some cases, yeah, you will get the promotion, but what if you don't want it? What if you like what you're doing and you're good at it and you do the job that you're hired to do, but you don't go over a board because you want to spend that, that other time doing other things. I like, I, I loved it. I, I think it's great. I think it'll cause companies to have to compete more to get a top talent and to, and to also, you know, pr- provide a culture and an environment where people actually want to be. Nobody wants to be micromanaged all the time. People want right. to have that freedom. And that's where I understand. But it's that I understand where the attitude comes from. I understand feeling jaded by an employer who hasn't recognized you for your work. But at the same time, that doesn't apply to every situation. And I think I'm just kind of getting frustrated with even like the overachiever in me would never want to label myself lazy. I don't know. I believe that you should have integrity. The branding is definitely bad. The branding is not good. The branding good. is bad. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't get attention though. So maybe it's not as bad as we think. Right. But even uh, the girl herself is catching some fire because she's gotten some people in trouble at work because people are taking it and running with it. Like if people were doing what you're saying, Jeff, that's simply just being a normal, productive employee. You're coming to work, you're doing your thing, you're going home, you're playing with your kids. That's normal. But some of the people were taking it to the extreme. And I think that's where the issue comes. What do you think, Ellis? Oh, I would fire her butt tomorrow. <laughs> I am so unsympathetic to this. And, 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 and I'm, I'm, let me, let me you, I'm about to sound like an old guy. OK, <laughs> because I think we know what this is about. This is about kids, young people just entering the workforce now who do not have a work ethic. Not not any one of us got here by doing nothing. I mean, we all have achieved things in life. We've had a wonderful opportunities. We've gotten ego gratification and, and bucks from time to time and good, all good stuff for, for, for working hard and doing well. And not one piece of it came from being a lazy bum. And I think that, that something has happened to that generation of people, given whatever letter you want, uh, that generation of people. And I'm talking, you know, early 20s, mid 20s, maybe some even a little bit older than that who subscribe to that attitude that, you know, I'm too good for this. My creativity isn't being rewarded. I'm your waiter, but your order bores me. (laughs) You know what? No wonder you're in a crappy job because you're sending (laughs) off these vibes that you're not willing to work hard. You're not willing to charm the customer. You're not willing to go the extra mile. And you know what? If you have an idiot boss, Jeff, 
Go get another boss. You know, show them whose power. Go somewhere else and be a hero. Yeah. Your order bores me. My favorite dog. line of the podcast. <laughs> but then, but then, I mean, Have you no. had that waiter? Have you had that waiter? Your order bores me. <laughs> so so before before I get dragged too far into uh, uh, fighting with Jeff, um, let's say um, I think there really are two very separate situations here. Uh, situation one is the one I was reacting to, which is the person who takes the job, agrees to the wage and then does as little as possible at that job to avoid getting fired. That I have really serious moral uh, objections to. But the other one, Jeff, that you were talking about, which I also saw in the article, is the theory that, look, uh, maybe I don't want to climb the corporate ladder. I don't want to I don't want to do more than just what this job is. I don't want to do overtime. I don't want to do extra. I do genuinely just want to do my job, spend my 40, come home. I want to play video games. I want to hang out with my friends. I want to swim. I want to relax on the beach. I want to read books. I don't care whatever it is. That's all I want from a job is a very transactional kind of model. I don't. I don't love the idea of not wanting to be excellent in something, but I don't have any moral objection to that because I think a lot of people look at work and they say, man, it's just not fulfilling. And I know I got to do it in order to have food and clothes, but I would rather find my fulfillment in other things and fine. I will work as long as you choose an occupation on that basis. I have no problem with that. Uh, That, that may well be, I just want them to be a good employee at the bad job they choose to get free time. Yeah. And, and I don't disagree with that at all, really. I mean, I just think the point is, you know, if you're at it's like Ella said, too, like if you're at a job where, you know, you're being micromanaged, you don't like the environment, you can go somewhere else. And that's where kind of the free market comes in. If you want to hire the best, then you got to provide something that makes them want to stay. Right. So that is the free market working and people can go to a place where they feel more comfortable. But I also agree again that if, if, if that job isn't going to be your life and not your identity, then yeah, do as best as, as, as you can at the actual job. But if you're not trying to get promoted, you don't need to go over and beyond. Maybe you have other things in your life, like a hobby, or maybe even something like, I don't know, like, like a ministry or, or like a, a side business. Like I said, a lot of people have side hustles or what family now, or family. Yeah. I mean, what I do <laughs> I, I, that. Yeah. I do commentary. I do content full time, but it wasn't always the case. This used to be my side hustle. So I did my job that I was at until I was able to do this on my own. And I, I, I did my best at what I could do, but I wasn't trying to move up in the company. I wasn't trying to invest in the company. I used that as a way to make income to do what I really wanted to do. And I did what they asked. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff, let me let me concede one thing. People have a right. I'm not questioning people's right. I mean, they have a right to have a crappy job and do it badly and never get promoted and be mediocre. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I can't really think of an argument. I don't think it should be illegal and, and maybe we shouldn't even make them feel bad, but, but let's I mean, also, you're still going to fire them ourselves. though, right? You're still going to fire them. Well, though. maybe, maybe but if they're doing but, a but, bad job, then yeah, they should be fired. If they're doing but, a bad job. Yeah. They should be fired. But if they're actually doing what the requirements say that they should be doing, I, I mean, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. But, but, but here's what, here's what I would add to that though. I would say bad jobs are worse than good jobs. You know, I mean, you can wallow in some crappy place forever and get nowhere. But but I mean, there's something wrong with you if you have that view. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's something wrong with you. 
That's what I was about to say. I think what rubs me the wrong way about this whole thing is the passive aggressive approach, because, Jeff, you're correct. This could be an opportunity for there to have this free market environment where people make more jobs, more fun, more competitive. But again, if you're just going to sit there and be like, this job sucks, I'm just not going to do my best and then just sit there. <laughs> there has to be some sort of action. There has to be your pursuit of a better job, a better work life balance or pursuit getting fired. whatever it is or get fired or whatever you're looking for. But, yeah, the solution isn't let's just having lazy jobs forever. Like that's not a very long-term goal. It's a very passive aggressive. Woe is me. You know, put the mission that you want for your life in the forefront of your mind and find something that is more fulfilling. Like y'all saying, it's not against the law. It's not illegal, but I frown upon people who are not happy, who are not content, but don't want to do anything to change their circumstances. Amani, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Did you get, did you get to where you are by not working hard? No. <laughs> I mean, no. really? Come on. Mm-mm. And I'm one of those people. I did. I took the Enneagram personality test. Y'all should all do it to see what your Enneagram number is. Uh, but I'm a number three, which is an overachiever. Like I tie my identity to how well I'm doing in life. So I literally my personality does not compute with the lazy girl mantra. It doesn't make <laughs> sense to me because I would feel terrible about myself if I even describe myself as lazy or if I felt like I wasn't doing my best at something. I think if the lazy girl label. The lazy girl label is part of what I have a problem with here because that seems to lend to the interpretation of doing, you know, as little as possible on the job. But if it were something like, then maybe this is a bit clunky, you know, it's not so catchy as lazy girl, but if it were a, you know, work-life balance girl (laughs) or I have other priorities girl, I, that, that seems perfectly fine to me. That, that seems very normal, but I will say, I, I bet all of us, because it's a universal phenomenon, especially for people who are willing to work hard, who believe in achieving and excellence and doing all of that. Uh, we've all been taken advantage of by bosses who recognize that we were that kind yeah. of person, a dream to hire, but they didn't yeah. necessarily have to pay us our worth because we would be the ones that didn't have to tell, hey, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean, we'd already be cleaning. But they knew we'd do it without compensation. And so... You know, what I what I would I think this is in part a reaction to abuse by employers who take advantage of the overachiever, the worker, the virtuous person. Uh, And, you know, that's a that's a slap in the face that they need to wake up to and say, look, also, they can be fraudulent. Right. The employer who's not willing to pay you what you're really contributing to the job is engaging in a fraud, too. And that's a problem. It's a it's a huge problem. I mean, I've, I've, I've known a lot of people who have left companies for that reason. And if you're in, a, in an area where a lot of the companies are doing that, it's hard to find one that isn't basically uh, defrauding you. So it, it does work both ways. But I guess my only issue with this whole thing is kind of what Imani was talking about. I think people should be striving towards excellence, excellence at something. That may not necessarily be your nine to five. Maybe you want to do as good as what your what your boss says, or maybe a little bit even more, depending on what you like to do. But maybe you have other areas of your life. I think what I'm hearing here, what I'm reading is that people don't want their identities necessarily tied up in their nine to five. They want to have more to their lives. So I do agree, like being actually lazy Yes. I mean, and people get fired for that. But at the same time, the people who aren't using that as an excuse to being to be lazy or just using it more as a stepping stone to get to where they actually want to be excellent. I, I think that's it's a different path than what is traditionally has happened. But I, I think it's a good thing. Can I raise a different yeah. question about this topic that we haven't talked about yet? I was fascinated by the fact that it was women that it was women particularly who were talking mm-hmm. about this, because what it, what it made me think of is. 
the sort of notion sold to um, which men typically embrace because we believe we're going to be working for most of our lives uh, is that I work hard and especially in the beginning of the career, you know, kill yourself so that you can get ahead faster, be in a better position later. This is going to pay off 15 or 20 years from now. Of course, uh, you know, a lot of women uh, go into the workforce and then they either have kids or they decide that they want to have kids and they leave the workforce. They leave a profession. Some come back. Some never do. Some come back later. But it seemed to me like what part of this might have been was women looking at that kind of careerist model and saying, hey, I'm in my young 20s. This is time to thrive and and have fun. I'm not going to kill myself for a career that I might well give up in seven years when uh, I meet the right guy and decide to have a family. And that also makes sense to me. I I can see why that's sort of a there is no long term benefit of me, you know, over engaging in this activity right now. That's actually a really good point that I did not think about prior to this conversation. But I guess that does make sense. And I, I guess for me, why that didn't even click is because I plan on working forever. Y'all. I'm going to be pregnant and working. I'm going to be and working. So it never occurred to me that, oh, I'm going to give this up. Like I'm always thinking, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? And again, what's next for some people is is not this. That might not be what they want. That might not mm. be what butters their muffin. You know, that's and that's all right. You're right. I guess. I guess. A lot of hard workers in this crowd, I'll tell you that. You guys did not get here by being late. Can, can I, I can I also you. say I work with some young people in their twenties who are fabulous. They are not all yeah. rotten. <laughs> some of them are great. Uh, it is they are not so, Ellis, you just need to meet better young people. That's all. You looked you looked mighty hard to find this. By the way, before <laughs> we get off this, let me can I come out one second against life work balance? Oh no, that, that's not exactly right. I think life work balance <laughs> ought to be a generational thing. And young people, listen to me on this. When you're young, you got to work hard. You got to impress Andrew. You know, if you're just sitting around uh, just eating muffins all day, you're not going to get it. So work hard when you're young. You get a little older, you can chill out and you can have a great life and a great job. And and, and you know what? You get to boss people around like he does. (laughs) If you would like to be a part of the debate, email us. The debate at newsweek.com.